sums. After a while, she began to go out a bit. The boys had their friends over for holidays, and life became more normal at Penfulton. William the Elder is quiet, rather plain, grave, humdrum, well enough liked, but, well, you can never quite remember whether he was at the party. The truth is, said Jonathan, William's a bit of a teaser. He's devoted to his mother, remembers her before the tragedy. He was very self-possessed when his mother came back, but their old nurse found him in a sort of hysterical frenzy. He's, well, he's a little odd. Unexpected. Nothing really wrong, and he's done very well so far in this war, but I want you to see William yourself. But Nicholas, Jonathan continued, his father all over again, good-looking, charming, dashing, a complete egoist, with an eye for the ladies. William is thirty-two and Nick's twenty-nine. William concentrates on his mother, morbidly, so I think. Nick uses Penfulton like a hotel. You can guess which boy is his mother's favourite. Nicholas, of course, said Mandrake. Of course. William went off to prep school in Eton. Nick was pronounced delicate and led a series of tutors a merry dance until his mother packed him off for a grand tour. If she could have cut William out of the entail, she'd have done it. But he comes in for the whole packet, and Nick must fend for himself. When war came, she moved heaven and earth to find a safe job for Nicholas and didn't turn a hair when William's regiment went to the front. Nicholas has some departmental job in Great Chipping, looks very smart in uniform and often travels to London. William is home on leave. The brothers haven't met for some time. Do they get on? No. Remember the necessary element of antagonism, Aubrey. William is engaged to Nicholas's ex-fiancée, my next character, the ingenue. She will arrive with William and his mamma, who detests her. Her name is Cloris Wynne. She is blonde and resembles the chorus girl of my youth. I find her appearance startling and her conversation difficult. Being in the habit of eating his cake and keeping it, Nicholas did not allow his engagement to Cloris to cramp his style. He continued to philander with the fifth item in our cast, Madame Lys. Oh, God. Cloris broke off her engagement to Nicholas. After a short interval, she accepted William, who had previously been cut out by his brother. When William returns to the front, Nicholas is quite capable of recapturing the lady, and everybody knows it. They do not know I have invited Nicholas, nor does Nicholas know I have invited them. He has accepted because he does know Madame Lys will be here. Go on, said Mandrake, driving his fingers through his hair. Madame Lys is an ambiguous, alluring Austrian beauty specialist. She was one of the earliest refugees, obtained naturalization papers, and established a salon at Great Chipping. She had letters to the Jerningham's at Pencuckoo. Dinah Copeland at the rectory took her up, as did Nicholas Compline. Dark auburn hair, magnolia complexion, quiet and composed, but markedly a dasher. Everybody got rather excited about Madame Lees, except my distant cousin, Lady Hersey Amblington, who will arrive for dinner tomorrow evening. Hersey, said Jonathan, is also a beauty specialist. When her husband died, leaving her penniless, she took it up, did it thoroughly, and made a success of it. Then Madame Lise began to knock spots out of Hersey. Not that Hersey has fewer customers, 
but the smart clientele has gone over to the enemy. Hersey called on Madame Lys and came off rather the worse. Hersey is an old friend of the Complines and was not at all delighted by Nicholas's attentions to her rival. So she is linked to both sides, said Jonathan, rubbing his hands. Nothing could be neater, and Dr. Hart fills out the cast to perfection. Dr. Hart, naturalized after the last war, Viennese, I fancy, a plastic surgeon, a beauty specialist par excellence. It appears, said Mandrake, the list of opponents is positively ghastly. There is another permutation. Local gossip rings with rumours of some secret between Madame Lys and Dr. Hart, whose surgery she recommends to those of her clients who have passed the stage where she can no longer improve their ageing faces.